0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Hey, what's up? It is... Past the halfway mark in the season, and things are shaping up to be a little bit different than was expected earlier in the year. But hey, we got some fun stuff today. Going over uh, first of all our DFS and season-long packages, uh, and the Mastermind packages. Uh, we're gonna do a recap of last night's games: LA Chargers at Oakland. Uh, we're going to go through a game-by-game breakdown with fantasy plays and predictions, and then we'll close it up. Uh, my name's Chris. I'm your host today, sitting here with the genius, Jameson Black. What's up, man?
1: Great. How you guys doing? I hope everybody's having a fantastic Friday. Uh, football's here. Thursdays, get into the big games, some big college games. If you're in the college as well, some big college games this weekend, big NFL games, and the playoff push. Hopefully, you guys are in the, in the right spot to make those playoffs.
0: Yep, yep. So, uh, let's start off. Um, week 10, premium articles
1: and mastermind. What's that look like? Also, we're beyond the halfway point, so uh, we we talked about it. We're slashing those in half, so for the full-season packages, we still have our weekly uh, packages available, and then for our Mastermind, we still have our uh, weekly and monthly packages available, but the full-season packages for all three, Mastermind, DFS, and Season Long, we have decided to slash those in half, and so if you guys have not gotten into those, Definitely take a look and get a hold of those. And mastermind definitely something I think definitely want to take a look at, uh, make you a better player. Also, if you're making a need to make a run for a playoff spot with either a trade or a roster move, that's what mastermind chat is why we created it. Hopefully, you've taken a look at. If not, definitely hit us up and we'll answer those questions you have for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, great options to help you guys crush. Your league, anything um, extra out there available for you to do, uh, just help your headspace a little bit, clear some things out, is is a wise decision uh, to not only win your league but make some money. Yep, and,
1: and, and plus just to have another fantasy. One guy was saying it's, it's, it's he knows fantasy, but it's just nice to have another mind in your back pocket to kind of shoot stuff off of. That's that, that's Definitely. great. The first question you ask might not get answered for a couple hours, but once we get that communication going, it's a lot quicker. Reply back, reply back, reply back. Questions you have definitely uh, – we say within 24 hours, but mo- most likely I'm going to get back to you within an hour, two hours, if not sooner than that, to bounce ideas off of back and forth. Yeah, it's a great option. I love, I love the mastermind. I think that's probably one of the best things you can do out there.
0: Uh, so, yeah, go moving on next, we had a game last night, Thursday night football uh, battle out there in Cali, L.A. Chargers – Versus
1: Oakland in Oakland. The last game, I think that the Chargers gonna be playing in Oakland. With yeah. Then moving to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Out there in the, the black sea stadium with the with the with the cloudy yeah. lights, like it's just the a... the ha- the Halloween costumes on a week on a weekly basis, no matter if it's Halloween or not. Definitely dress up. I mean, as a Bronco fan, obviously we're not a fan of the Oakland Raiders or the Chargers, but you know that the, uh, these kind of rivalries are always uh, well worth the admission. Pretty good game last night. I, good game. I, I don't know if you watched much of it, but I mean, the, yep. the Raiders came out, played defense. I mean, didn't get the ball much on offense, but they scored a defensive touchdown. Phillip Rivers looked lost, but as, as it, the game moved along, kind of got a little more and more comfortable with the game, ran the ball with Melvin Gordon more and more. I still think they're doing it wrong by not giving Austin Eckler as much uh,
0: yeah. looks
1: as they, as they need to get him on the offense. Even if it's just splitting the time with them or even put him on the field at the same time, I think Eckler needs to be out there more often. Not only for fantasy purposes, but for, for the Chargers themselves. Talk about a team that has so much talent on that offense that is doing so little for that team. I mean, you got Keenan Allen, you have Hunter Henry, Austin Eckler, Melvin Gordon, Mike Williams. Plenty of talent on the offense, but they seem to struggle. Is that the quarterback play? Are we starting to see Phillip Rivers, who I've never really been a fan of Phillip Rivers. Seems like he always chokes in the big moments. Are we starting to see that age um, Starting to hit him hard and uh, not being able to produce on offense. As for the Raiders, you got to love what uh, what old John Gruden's doing over there in Oakland. When they got rid of Antonio Brown back in the uh, training camp, way back in the early days. Knock on wood, if you're with me, right? Yeah. Um, Sure. When, it's it's one of those things where they got rid of uh, Antonio Brown. I thought the Raiders were done. I thought they were, this team was going to be a, uh, a a bad team, a Miami Dolphins type of team, uh, looking for that first overall pick. I didn't like what they had on offense. Didn't like what they had on defense. You lose a player like Brown. I just thought they were going to be kind of going in the in a downward spiral. uh John Gruden's kind of got that team going uh, on a weekly basis. Seems like this offense continues to move the ball. Josh Josh Jacobs has really impressed me. i uh, Going into the season, I was a little undecided on how he's going to obviously the talent's there but uh as a Raiders as a whole the offense I wasn't a very fan of it I love what the Raiders are doing with Josh Jacobs he, he looks looks like the part looks like the the real deal moving forward Tyrell Williams a nice pickup there it's kind of stepped up and Darren uh, Wallard uh, Yes, last couple of weeks he hasn't had a, a great uh, game plan, but he's, but he's shown that he can uh, play in this league. Their defense has kind of played up the par for the most part. They're not one of the better defenses, but they, they're they getting the job done on defense. I think John Gruden as a whole is kind of getting things going there. And as hard as it is to say, I think the Raiders are in the right directions where our Denver Broncos seem to be going the backwards, but maybe they're starting to turn that corner a little bit with the offensive uh, talent they have in the, the youth there. But to like the Raiders are in the right direction. Chargers maybe going the wrong direction, but I think a lot of that with the Chargers is because of the quarterback play of the aging Phillip Rivers.
0: Yeah, and I would say just that uh, I think Oakland has a leadership in Gruden that is obvious, yeah. and, and it's, it's showing in his players how they play. They want to go out there and play. They're hustling. They're improving. They're on the upward swing. Um, guys like Renfro, I mean, yeah. you know, he Renfro. <laughs> yeah. He's stepping up, made great plays in college. Um, like all world, you know, catches in big clutch games and they've adjusted to kind of see what he can do. And he's, he's, he's stepping up. Waller guys on, you know, in, in rehab uh, o- over a year ago. And now he's out there playing with the top. I mean, that, that's comes down to leadership and the chargers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those Uh, things where where we also heard heard rumors about them possibly being the team that moved to London. Obviously, the owner came out and kind of uh, bashed that whole idea of them moving to London. Personally, I think uh, an NFL team moving to London is a wrong mistake to do. These players aren't going to want to move the, to London. We've heard players talk about if if, uh, if they're in the league and they got drafted by a London franchise, they're not going to want to go there. And if they do go there, they're going to they're going to uh, fill out their rookie contract and then leave the organization. Free agents aren't going to want to play there because you talk about uh, players that are, I mean, most of these players have two houses. It is. got to have a house out in London. And when your family comes out, they're not going to stay for a week or two. You're hearing players talk about they're going to be out there for a month at a time fronting that bill. I just think it's a wrong mistake for the NFL to put a team in London. If they want to be out there, we've talked about it, uh, m- maybe play, play out there every week or take like the Jaguars or take the Raiders or, or teams that were, that were the home uh, crowd really doesn't get involved in the teams. Um, it's, it's a lot of a uh, the visiting crowd that looks at it, especially with the Raiders going to Vegas. It's going to be a lot of, a lot of um, opposing teams that are going out there where it's going to be a guys or girls weekend. They're going to go out to Vegas. You're going to see much more of the visiting team in, in uh, Vegas and you are going to see the Oakland Raiders or Vegas Raiders, whoever it's going to be when that happens. Um, much more of a, a visiting crowd, in my opinion, than it is a home crowd just because they're going to make it a, 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 a like a, a guys or girls weekend. So take those teams that don't have a, a huge fan base for the home fan base and have them play a couple games over there in London. If they, and if they want to do a weekly game out in London, have the entire league play out there, swap out where Every year it's a different team uh, using their home games to kind of, kind of make it fair for the NFL. No need to put an actual team out there in London, in my opinion. It's just t- to hard on these, on these players to travel on a weekly basis like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, there you go. We got a wrap recap last night of chargers in Oakland, and we're going to move on to our week 10 breakdown, big games coming up uh, towards the second half of the year, a lot of tight races in most divisions, Yep. and uh, the, the divisional rivalries are
1: definitely going to play There's some big-time rivalries coming up this week and that, that that I think are going to go back to the old-school way of thinking. So We'll get into those, at, as you said. We'll talk about those as we do the breakdown
0: here. Yeah, we're starting off here with Detroit at Chicago. Uh, I would definitely say,
1: yeah. Yeah, the Bears. I don't uh, want to talk about this. Coming thing. into the year, the Bears, like, Bears defense, you thought, Bears defense. Mitchell Trubisky, can he, can he make that next jump? Trubisky looks like he's regressing instead of make, making an improvement on a weekly basis. I don't know what's going on there. They're finally getting the ball to David Montgomery, who I was very high in coming into the year. Um, Montgomery's is a player that I thought was going to be paying off his late second, early third round pick. And the Bears seem like they're finally getting that going with the ground game. They're starting to run him a little more. Um, it's It's kind of a is it really him ha- having success or are they getting the ball inside the five yard line they're kind of making that happen um personally i think david montgomery is getting the job done they're starting to realize that and i think they're going to start uh, giving the ball more and more so i think if you did draft uh, david montgomery i think those are going to start um uh, uh working out for you and if you're looking for a running back with maybe with a little more upside that you can maybe buy low still i think montgomery might be a player that you might want to look at buying low as for this game here Bears' defense really isn't, a, isn't the same defense we saw last year. I think losing uh, Vic Fangio was a, was a big deal. Obviously, they're not able to move the ball on offense as much as maybe you, you would hope they would. So I do like the passing game for the, the Lions. I like Stafford. I like Kenny Galladay. I like Marvin Jones um, as GPP options only. As for the Bears, I think the only one that I'm really looking at is David Montgomery. But I don't hate a flyer on like a Mitchell Drabisky, Allen Robinson, Taylor, Gabriel double-man stack and GPPs when you need to hit a low-owned player. No one's going to play Trub- uh, Trubisky because why would they? Uh, maybe you can get one of those big games. We, we we did see last year, I think he had six touchdowns in a game out of nowhere. So maybe we can get a three or four touchdown game out of Trubisky against a very skeptical Detroit Lions pass defense. In the game, I like the Bears to beat the Lions in a division, kind of a low-scoring division game. You re- Really? you think it's Chicago? I like Chicago. I like Chicago. I, I just... I think the Bears have to eventually get the ball to David Montgomery more yeah. often. I think they have to realize that run the ball, play defense. That's how you're going to win games. And the Detroit Lions, are you really scared of Detroit Lions offense? I mean, they have some good parts out there. Kenny Galladay looks like a star. But in years past, is Stafford someone that you kind of uh, regret looking at or, or, or fear on the football field? Not not in my eyes. There's plenty of talent still on the Bears. I think the Bears are going to win, especially with the home. If it was in Detroit, maybe it's a different story. Bears at home, maybe colder weather. Give me the Bears in that defense and the ground game. Well, I'll take the Bears and have the Bears hat on today. Bears, of course. Bears. Go
0: Bears. Uh moving on. Baltimore. Wow. At Cincinnati. Yes. Uh I, I Cincinnati prize in a crush, Baltimore.
1: Yeah. Cincinnati. <laughs> um uh, I was I, I still don't understand why the Cincinnati Bengals kept A.J. Green. That's that, that's another story. I was very high on AJ Green as a buy low because I thought for sure this team was going to trade him. They need to get draft picks. They need to get younger. They need to get youth. This team's going nowhere right now. They're going with a new quarterback, Ryan Finley's going to be stepping in for Andy, Dal- uh, Andy Dalton. I don't know what the what the Bengals were doing now. Now we hear about AJ Green was going to be playing this week. He re-aggravated that foot injury and now it has got to wonder if he's going to be playing again this year. I am bummed about him. I, I thought AJ Green was a player that I can maybe count on. I drafted him in a lot of leagues, kept him on my bench for this reason here. Now re-aggravating it, I think a lot more of it isn't really re-aggravating it, but he looks at the team like, why do I want to play for the Bengals, who, are, who I'm not going to play for next year? So unfortunately, I, you can't go A.J. Green, and unfortunately, I think we may not see him at all this year. Um, Joe Mixon, you got to feel for Joe Mixon as well. He has all the talent in the world, but that offensive line in Cincinnati is horrendous. Got to love Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is one of the better quarterbacks this week. But again, if they get up to a big lead, how much are they going to want to have their, their uh, mobile quarterback, their franchise quarterback run with the ball? I think this can be a game that we're going to see the ground game get going with Ingram, with Lamar Jackson early, and maybe a little Gus Edwards late. So if you're in those big GPPs, I don't hate a flyer on Gus Edwards if the Ravens get up to a big lead. And got to love that Baltimore defense. And if, if you're in season-long leagues and they're – available or maybe i don't like trading for defenses but i think the ravens might make a little different choice here they have an absolutely phenomenal playoff schedule moving forward and right now where you want to look at those playoffs usually uh, hopefully your playoffs are between weeks 14 and 16 Look at those schedules coming up. Find out what defense is. I'm I'm likely going to have an article either this weekend or early next week talking about some defense I'm looking at for the playoffs there. But the Ravens have a phenomenal playoff schedule. So if you can get them for cheap or maybe they're on the waiver wire, I doubt it. But if they are on the waiver wire, definitely give them a pickup. You can play them this week and the playoffs are going to be absolutely phenomenal. Give me the Ravens in a blowout over the Bengals on Sunday. Agreed. Ravens. Moving on. Buffalo at Cleveland. Two tales of two different teams. The Buffalo Bills are they are they overproducing? Uh, Josh Allen looked pretty good. John Brown looks pretty decent. Devin Singletary, if you remember uh, back in the preseason, back in training camp, I told everybody that he was one of the players I think that is eventually going to take over that leadership role. Lashawn McCoy got traded early. Now we're seeing him kind of take over that role over Frank Gore. I think we're going to see a big explosion um, second half with Devin Singletary. So another player that if, if you can buy low on Singletary, I definitely think Singletary is worth the, uh, a look and kind of see if you can get him. And if you listen to me and you need to draft him, I think you're going to be sitting with a player that you can trust down the road in the rest, rest of the season. As for the Browns, wow, the Browns are one of the bad teams in the league. I mean, A, play, a, a team that has Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, baker mayfield that kind of team there shouldn't be two and six they are i think a lot of it like like you're talking about with the raiders a lot of it was with uh, with the um, uh ownership with the coaching staff it, start, it starts at the top and it goes all the way down to the players they don't have a true leader on that team the coach is more of a buddy buddy with baker mayfield mayfield has regressed as well I just don't like what the Browns are doing there on, on offense or on defense. I love what the Bills are doing there. With that said, I do like the Browns to beat the Bills this weekend. I think we do see kind of Nick Chubb uh, r- r- tell people, a lot of people are, are worried about Kareem Hunt. I think the worst case scenario, we're going to see Kareem Hunt take over the Hilliard role in that offense. I don't think they're going to be uh, taking the ball out of uh, Chubb's hand for the most part. Again, the only player on this team that has really had any, pr- any kind of production this year has been Nick Chubb. So why take the ball out of his hand? I still like Chubb second half. I still think he's going to be a low-end RB1. I'm not worried about uh, Kareem Hunt coming in and stealing his carries. But I definitely think if you do have Chubb, you definitely want to pick up Hunts on the waiver wire. Give me the Browns over the Bills this weekend in a pretty much a pretty big uh, kind of upset with the Browns, um, the way they're playing right now. Yep. That's, I agree on that one as well. Kansas City at Tennessee. Chiefs getting Patrick Mahomes back this weekend, which is kind of crazy to me. A couple weeks out is all he's gonna have for that dislocated kneecap. Um, sounds like he, he wanted to play last week, but from what I what I've read, and what I've heard, sounds like the the uh, the training staff pretty much told the team that there's like a 40-45% chance that he re-injures re-injures that injury. Um, if he played last week, where if he waits till this week, it drops down to like something like uh, 15 to 20%. You got to like the Chiefs. You got to like what, uh, a lot of parts on that team. Um, we're seeing this team kind of throw the ball all over the field, all over, all over the field. it's without Travis Kelsey kind of having much of an impact. I think we're going to eventually get Travis Kelsey back to being Travis Kelsey of old. Tyreek Hill, phenomenal player. I don't know if you saw the play last year, last week, where Damian Williams had that long touchdown run, and then all of a sudden you saw out of nowhere Tyreek Hill chase down his teammates to kind of celebrate into the end zone. Guy has ridiculous speed. We already knew that, but that kind of play kind of just sealed the deal. Love Mahomes, love Tyreek Hill, love Travis Kelsey. It's kind of hard to trust anybody in the backfield, but I think we're eventually, we are starting to see Damian Williams kind of take over that leadership role again with McCoy phoned the ball a couple times over the last few weeks. But again, I don't know how much I can trust that backfield, but I think we are seeing Damian Williams kind of getting back into that playoff mode that we saw last year with the Kansas City Chiefs and Williams. I think Travis Kelsey, I talked about it earlier, I love Travis Kelsey this week. I think we're going to eventually see him get back to being smash version Travis Kelsey. As for the Titans, I think the best way for them to beat the Tennessee Chiefs is to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. That's easier said than done. So I'm not really sold on Derrick Henry, only because I don't think the Tennessee's going to have much of a lead. So I think you're, gonna, you're looking at the passing game. I don't hate Ryan Tannehill, something that I, that I haven't said much this year. I, we've seen Tannehill. I know what kind of quarterback he is. I'm not a big fan of him. But I think this week he can have a decent game. And I do like the Corey Davis' A.J. Browns in the um, GPPs along with a little Jono Smith. Maybe you can even look at a little Deion Lewis for GPPs because I think they're going to be playing from behind and have to play catch-up with the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs over the Tennessee Titans fairly easy. And so far we are
0: 100% on agreement, Kansas City. Next, Atlanta at New Orleans. That shouldn't be much of a, a game.
1: Record-wise, one and seven Falcons versus the seven and one New Orleans Saints. Uh, on paper, looks like the Saints could, should absolutely destroy the Falcons. But this is one of those division games. This is one of those games we've seen in years past where both teams put up big points. My gut tells me that the Falcons do keep this game close. I like the Falcons' offense to kind of get going. With Matt Ryan, sounds like he's going to be back this week. Oh, um, Matt Ryan uh, back with. Uh, I, I like Julio Jones. I like Calvin Ridley. If I'm picking between the two, I think I like Ridley a little more for GVPs, especially because I think ownership you're going to be able to get Ridley really a little cheap, uh, a little lesser owned than you are at Julio Jones. As for the Saints, sounds like we're going to get Alvin Kamara back as well. We've got to wonder how much. Uh, how much run he's going to get. I think with the way that Murray's played in his absence, I think he's kind of earned time there. So I think that the Saints are going to want to be very careful with Kamara with his injury. So I can see kind of a 50-50 timeshare there uh, this week against the Falcons, which, on, like I said, on paper, I think it's a, team, it's a game that the, the Saints should win easily against the Falcons. I just don't see it happening. I like a lot of parts in this, in this game. I like a lot of the offense. And you can take a stab or two on the New Orleans defense, but I think it's more of an offensive explosion. I like the Saints to beat the Falcons in a very high scoring game, maybe one of the higher scoring games of the weekend. I think both teams topped the 28 point mark this week with the Saints winning the game. And still 100.
0: I picked the Saints. Moving on Giants
1: at Jets Battle of New York. The New York Battle. Um, two teams I think that are underperforming, but I think for me, the Giants quarterback does not see ghosts like the Jets quarterback does. I still think that's ridiculous that he was uh, caught on film saying he sees ghosts when he's playing the Patriots. Very funny to hear that. Uh, you don't hear that with, with, with the elite talent of the league. I like what the Giants have on offense. I, I, I think the Giants have a lot of uh, pieces on that offense. Unfortunately, two of them are going to be likely out this week. We already know that they're going to have Evan Ingram out of the lineup, and it sounds like Sterling Shepard's going to be out again with the concussion, um, falling back in the concussion version. Um, So I think it's going to be a game that I think Sam Darnold's going to, he might struggle a little bit, but I do like uh, uh, Sam Darnold and Daniel Jones in this game. Both Giants and Jets don't have great defenses. If I'm picking between the two, I like Daniel Jones a little bit more than Sam Darnold. I like Saquon Barkley quite a bit. He's one of my favorite running backs this week, obviously. Um, Obviously, he's one of the best in the league, but I think this is a game that he can absolutely smash against the Jets' uh, defense. Le'Veon Bell, the injury kind of scares me a little bit. Had an MRI on his knee, and uh, when, when they brought up uh, their, um, what's his name, the former Josh, Josh Adams, I think it is, the former Philadelphia Eagles running back, they brought him up off their practice squad. you got to wonder if that injury to Le'Veon Bell is a little more worrisome, or maybe that is because some of the running backs have been going down, they don't want to have anybody steal him off their practice squad. With that said, I'm a little worried on, on Bell's uh, health moving forward. And I just don't know if this Jets offense is going to really get anything going outside of this game. So you've got to wonder how much time Bell is going to be in this lineup as well. If this injury is at all serious, you've got to think that they're going to be pulling him. As for this week, I think we can start Bell. Because if he's going to be in the lineup, he's going to get the, the, the production. I absolutely love the passing game in New York. I think Robbie Anderson's a great GPP play. And I think James, Jameson Crowder is a fine option in all formats. And I like a little Rhett Ellison with Evan Ingram out for the Giants. Give me the Giants in a very close game, over the Jets in New York. I'll take the Giants as well. Arizona at Tampa Bay. Fun game. This gonna uh, possibly one of the better games. Um, this one in the in the Falcons Saints game. But again, there's there's a lot of uh, ifs ifs about that Saints Falcons game. The Saints could blow them out of the water. Could be close. This game, I don't I don't see either one of these teams kind of running away from it. And I think there's gonna be plenty of scoring in this game. Plenty of fantasy options. The Cardinals look fun to watch on, on offense. Kyler Murray, um, the passing game, I got to like a lot of parts there. David Johnson sounds like he's going to be back, but I got to wonder if, uh, if he's worth the roster just because of what happened when he was last time. He was so-called healthy. He only played a snap, and then he was out for the rest of the game. Personally, I'd like to see if they'd sit him. That way we can maybe play a little more Kenyon Drake. But if David Johnson can go, I think you definitely have to start him in season long, but I likely won't have either shares of him in DFS, just because I can't trust the way they're going. I do love the Arizona passing game. I like Christian Kirk quite a bit, like Larry Fitzgerald. Um, As for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of my favorite quarterbacks this week, Jameis Winston. uh, Name-wise, isn't great. Not a very good NFL quarterback, but for fantasy purposes, he's fine. He's one of the better ones in the league, because yes, he can turn the ball over two, three, four times, but he can... Um, get that back with the way he throws the ball and the teams asking him to throw the ball. They got two wide receivers that are top 10 in my opinion. This week I have both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I think, in my top five um, wide receivers. If I'm picking between the two, I think this week's much more of a Godwin week, but I think both are going to absolutely smash against this Arizona Cardinals defense. But I think it's Godwin week over Evans with Evans having the last couple weeks going his way. And I like O.J. Howard to get things going if he's healthy. If he's not, I think Cameron Brait is a um, uh, a start in cash games on D- in DFS. But if H- if Howard can go, I think he's a fine GPP option. He's been struggling this year, but this is a matchup that the Arizona Cardinals do struggle at covering the tight ends. Give me the Buccaneers in a shootout over the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a shootout, but I'm going with AZ.
1: Arizona. Next up, Miami at Indy. Oh, sounds like Jacoby Brissett should be back this week. Uh, suffered a little bit of injury that maybe may was a little worrisome. I think this game here, last week, I think the uh, why did they win the game? Why did Miami Dolphins want to win the game? They're looking for the number one overall pick. You don't want to see a team tank on purpose, but that was what it looked like the Dolphins were doing. Um, but you got to wonder if uh, Fitzpatrick was like, hey, I don't want to lose my job to another starting quarterback. To, I'm sorry, to a young quarterback. So you got to wonder if maybe uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick did that a little more than what the coaching staff wanted to do. With uh, Preston Williams, as a CSU fan, it's kind of nice seeing him have the success he's had this year. But it's, he's out for the year with the injury. I think it, it, he's one of the better players on this offense. So you take away one of the better players on this offense. There's not very, many p- parties of this Miami Dolphins team I want. I think you can make a case for Dev, uh, Devontae Parker in GPPs. That's about the only way I'm going in this game, and I'm likely not going to go there. I like plenty of options in, the, in, in, in Indianapolis, but I think Marlon Mack is one of the better uh, running backs this week just because I think what he's going to have to do against the Dolphins, they're not going to have to pass the ball very much. It's going to be a Marlon Mack show, and I think Marlon Mack has a monster game against the Dolphins. Give me the Colts in a blowout over the Miami Dolphins this week. Indy at home. Carolina at Green Bay. This game's a, a little interesting. Carolina's looked nice with Kyle Allen uh, stepping in for Cam Newton. But personally, I think what this game's going to come down to is I think a lot of uh, the, the Panthers have kind of struggled the last couple of weeks with Kyle Allen. He, he really hasn't uh, shown the success he had early on uh, stepping in for the offense. I think that, that way the, the team kind of looked at it uh, as a rental. And before you know it, Cam Newton's going to be back. Now that we have Cam Newton back on the IR, he's done for the year. So that means Kyle Allen is the starting quarterback. I think there's going to be a down game for the Carolina Panthers this week. And I think the Packers, after their game last week, we heard Aaron Rodgers talking about that it, uh, the team was kind of uh, sluggish because they're tired. Um, it, was, it was they they kind of were worn out as a team. I think they're going to come back this week and have a monster game. I like both Aaron's Rodgers and Jones to, to bounce back. Devontae Adams. I think we're going to eventually see that big game coming, in, and it could come this week against Carolina. As for the Panthers, I don't like them as uh, as much as I usually do. DJ Moore, Chris Samuel. I think are both uh, playable in GPPs, and of course Christian McCaffrey, Mr. CMC, is a cheat code in fantasy. The guy is phenomenal. The guy is putting up monster stats doesn't matter how much he costs on NDFS. He's in play no matter who the matchup is. McCaffrey's going to smash no matter what. He's about the only player that I see having success against his Packers defense. But as I talked about, you can play the passing game and GPPs just because they might be a little lesser owned. But I love all parts of Green Bay. Give me Green Bay to get back on track and win kind of running away against the Carolina Panthers this week.
0: Yep. Agreed. Green Bay at Lambeau.
1: Next, Rams. LA Rams at Pittsburgh. Rams coming off the bye week. Pittsburgh Steelers continue to struggle on offense. Um, this is a game that I think that Todd Gurley, um, he hasn't looked great last few weeks. But coming off the bye week, I think he's going to be healthy. I think we can trust Todd Gurley for the most part going into this week. After this week, I don't know much about that because he is dinged up. He does have that injury thing. And, and they're, they're, they're kind of getting more and more Malcolm Brown or Daryl Henderson involved um, with Todd Gurley. But I think this week we can trust Todd Gurley. I do like Todd Gurley quite a bit in this matchup against the Steelers. Um, I'm not very high on the passing game for the uh, Rams. I think you can trust uh, Cooper Cup. I think he's about he's safe because of what he's going to do. But I'm not very uh, very high on Robert Woods. Um, I like uh, the tight end a little bit there in Los Angeles, Gerald Everett. But I'm much more more likely to go Todd Gurley this week. As for the Steelers. With the sounds, it sounds like James Conner's doubtful to play, so it sounds like he's not going to go. I absolutely love Jalen Samuels. We know he's very safe for uh, targets and for reception out of the backfield. That's about the only option I like on this, on this offense. You can make a case for Gigi Smith-Schuster and GPPs, Deontay Johnson for GPPs, but I like the Rams side more than I do the Pittsburgh side um, outside of Jalen Samuels. Give me the Rams over the Steelers on um, Sunday afternoon. And agreed. Next big game, Minnesota at Dallas. Big game, two of the better running back in the football, Dalvin Cook versus Ezekiel Elliott. Cook said he's going to outrush Elliott on, 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 on social media this, the last couple of days. That's going to be big news because uh, you know that Zeke's uh, going to pay, pay, pay attention to that and he's going to want to get going. This game could be either way, an offensive or a defensive struggle. I'm uh, going with the offensive side of things. I do think both offenses are going to be able to get things going. I like Kirk Cousins. I like Stephon Diggs. If, Diggs, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, if Adam Thielen can't go and it sounds like he might not be able to go, um, you you got to wonder if Diggs is going to be a, uh, a lesser play for me because he's going to draw the top coverage from the Cowboys. And the Cowboys have been pretty good against number ones of the opposing team. Got to love Dalvin Cook against the, the Cowboys' rush defense. Uh, they've given up some bit, pretty big games to opposing running backs. As for the Cowboys side of things, I think the passing game has shown that they can get things done with Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Cooper's a little dinged up. Got to wonder how healthy he will be going into the game. If he's healthy, obviously he's going to have a good game. If he's not healthy, I do love Michael Gallup to pick things up. Love Ezekiel Elliott. I'm going to have plenty of shares of both Cook and Elliott. I think it's just a ground game for the two teams. You can play both defenses, but personally I'm on the uh, both offenses. Give me the Cowboys in a close game over the Vikings on Sunday night. Yep, go Dallas. And finally, a big game, Seattle at San Fran. My... Pick on this game is the 49ers get their first loss of the season. Last week I called the Ravens beating the New England Patriots. This week I think Seattle's going to upset the, well, not really an upset. Seattle's a really good team too, but I think they're going to give the 49ers their first loss. And I think it all comes down to my MVP of the season, Mr. Russell Wilson. If I'm starting a franchise, I'm starting Russell Wilson over Patrick Mahomes. Russell Wilson is a very smart quarterback. He can use his legs as well as his arms, but the difference between Russell Wilson compared to the other mobile quarterbacks is he doesn't do it on purpose. He uses it when he needs to. Absolutely love Russell Wilson the way he uh, thinks and does things on the football field. Gotta love uh, Tyler Lockett. DK Metcalf is a, a nice, a fine GPB option. And their debut, I think, is going to be of Josh uh, Gordon this week for the, ran, uh, for, the for the Seahawks. Only thing going against that is the 49ers defense is one of the better, if not the best defense against the pass. But I think Russell Wilson's going to be able to get things going against that defense. And if he does have a decent game against the 49ers elite pass defense, you have to pretty much might as well just write his uh, name on the MVP trophy. As for the 49ers side, going back to Seattle, I'm not very high on Chris Carson this week. I think it's much more of a passing game, much more of a, a Russell Wilson kind of moving around game. And again, this defense for the 49ers can step up and uh, shut down the entire Seahawks offense. So I'm not very high on, on uh, Chris Carson. As for the 49ers, this is not the Seattle Seahawks defense of old. So they can be had against the pass. I do like Jim Garoppolo, and I do like um, Emmanuel Sanders quite a bit this week. If George Kittle is not able to go, that was about the only two options I'm looking at in the passing game. But if Kittle is um, going to be able to go, you got to wonder how, much, how healthy he is. He did have that knee injury late last week. But I think you still can go George Kittle, obviously one of the better tight ends in football. And if I'm picking between Tevin Coleman and Matt Brada, I'm going a little more Breda than I am Coleman, just because I think this is going to be a game that the uh, 49ers are going to pass a little more. And I like Breda as a pass catcher a little more than Coleman. But again, both running backs can have an impact. So with all that said, it sounds like I would take the 49ers, but I'm not. Give me the Seahawks to beat the 49ers and give them their first loss of the season. And the 72, I believe 72 Dolphins, can pop that champagne bottles and realize that they are the only team to go undefeated in a full NFL season. Give me the Seahawks over the 49ers. Yep, I agree with that too.
0: Seahawks over 49ers. One disagreement out of all the games. Uh, Should be a fun, fun week. Uh, yeah. Any closing thoughts today?
1: only thing I, that I can say is, take a look at those playoff schedules. Start taking a look at those. If there's a defense out there that on, on your waiver wire that has a decent schedule, and you have a spot on your roster to stash them, stash them now before the rush on them happens this week. I wish I would have went uh, with Baltimore a little earlier. Uh, in a, three of my leagues, uh, they were t- taken just before I could take pick them up with the salary. Either they offer too much money so i I waited a little too long on baltimore in a few leagues wish i would have done so right now look at those playoff schedules also with the trade deadline coming into effect here in the next couple weeks i'm most likely in your leagues see how you can make your team better now that we have the bye weeks almost past us you kind of take your depth that you have on your team and try to turn that into better players so try to get that going if you can make a trade and again if you have questions on that that's what our mastermind chat is all about For trading, roster constructions, and all that good stuff. You get me in your back pocket to help you dominate your leagues.
0: Yep, and if you haven't done so already, please give us a follow. Uh, Twitter is at FansportsGenius. IG is at Football underscore Genius underscore. And it's not too late to become part of the Genius Mob and sign up for our DFS and season-long packages. Check us out at FantasyFootballGenius.com along with becoming a member of our Facebook community. Great communication going back and forth with those that are signed up for our Mastermind chat. Don't be left on the outside. Get in now and make the playoff push. Questions on trades, lineup, construction, or maybe just bouncing ideas off one one another is what it is all about. Weekly, monthly, and full season packages available. Boom. Thanks for the listen, and uh, let's dominate your league. Have a great day, and get those dubs.